The 2022 State Fair Classic. Grambling State versus Prairie View A&M. Saturday, October 1st at the Cotton Bowl. One ticket gets you into the fair and the big game. Also, Grammy Award winning Ashanti Live. Then the Classic kicks off at a new time, 6 p.m. New coaches, old rivalry, and an iconic halftime battle of events. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Visit StateFairClassicFootball.com. Sponsored in part by City of Dallas. Dallas Sports Commission. McDonald's. Black and Positively Golden. Chevy. Cricket Wireless. Methodist Hospital. The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. You've got it locked to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, September 16th. I'm Donald Ware. It's Friday! Big football games for week three of the HBCU football season, but none bigger than the Grambling State and Jackson State game, which is the HBCU national game of the week. When you look at Jackson State, number one in HBCU football, 2-0 on the season, dominant win and a statement win, I think, over Florida A&M. And a big win over Tennessee State to remain 2-0. Probably not what I thought was going to be, Um, You know, I give Tennessee State a lot of kudos, especially from a defensive standpoint, considering Tennessee State the week before against Eastern Washington gave up almost 600 yards of total offense. So, but Jackson State is number one. Meanwhile, you look at Grambling. Grambling can't, I mean, that you know, Grambling, that was a big win against Northwestern State on last week. I mean, that is a huge win, especially coming off the beatdown 58-3 to uh, against uh, Arkansas State from the week before. So I really give Grambling, you know, a lot of credit. And boy, I mean, I, I, you know, it was one thing to win the football game against Northwestern State, but it's another thing to to really put it on Northwestern State. When I look at this Jackson State offense, what can you say? Getting it done. Shador Sanders, the quarterback, is completing – about 77% of his passes. He's got six touchdowns on the season. He hasn't thrown an interception this year. He's only been sacked three times. The offensive line is definitely doing a good job. You look at the running game. I mean, I think when you look at the running game, the running game is solid uh, in of itself. I mean, it's it's solid. 100, uh, almost 141 yards uh, of, of rushing per game. But when I look at this offense, Right, only one touchdown last week again against a team that that gave up six hundred yard almost six hundred yards of total offense and what thirty seven, thirty-eight points to Eastern Washington the week before. And we've seen some lulls uh, even last year. You saw second half, you saw where there were some lulls in that Jackson State uh defense. And uh so I mean I you know you know, I, I mean, I, I, the thing about it, right, as, as as much as I can say that, overall, it's been a really good 
offense for Jackson State. Conversely, when I look at Grambling defensively, I mean, Grambling is, I mean, Grambling has given up some yards. It has given up some points, and that's got to be of concern for Hugh Jackson as the head coach of Grambling coming into this game um, against Jackson State. It has a high-powered offense, but again, I saw Tennessee State turn it around a little bit. Could we see Grambling turn it around? We'll see. I mean, we'll ultimately see how things play out. When I look at, and, and, and again, I mean, when I look, okay, so let's look at the Tennessee State offense, right? When I look at the Tennessee State offense, okay, uh, I look at the game against uh, uh, against Northwestern, and I look at the quarterback, Quaterius Hawkins, 13 of 23, 293 yards. He had two touchdowns, no interceptions in that ball game. And when I also look um, at, what uh, what uh, Grambling is doing, Grambling is running the football, I think, at a pretty decent clip as well. Running the football just enough, just enough, right? I think Maurice Washington probably, you know, I mean, he's doing he's doing well. They're not running the football overall. They haven't rushed it that much. Although, when I look at the game against Northwestern State, it was a balanced offense. 25 runs and 25 passes uh, for Grambling in that football game. But I think, I mean, listen, Grambling scored 27 points in the second quarter alone against Northwestern State. I mean, that's more than a lot of teams score in a football game, but scored 27 points uh, in the second quarter alone. It's an explosive offense. You know, Hugh Jackson's got the coaching experience, um, obviously at the National Football League level uh, as a head coach. Uh, as an offensive coordinator, uh, but also has got the colleges, has some college experience as well. So we've seen it on all levels, and I think it just manifested itself. We didn't see a lot at Arkansas State, maybe Grambling trying to kind of find itself, but it manifested itself, I think, a lot um, in the game against Northwestern State. When I look at Jackson State defensively, whew, I mean, you know, 13 sacks on the season. You look at Niles, Gad, Niles Gaddy as the, the, the HBCU player of the week, Aubrey Miller. So you know the linebackers are really, really good. You go on the back end, Shiloh Sanders. You look at Travis Hunter. You know, on, I mean, in that defensive backfield is really, really good. And Jackson State's good up front. You know, Jackson State's only allowing 13 yards rushing. Only gave up, gave up negative... Tennessee State last week rushed for negative eight yards against Jackson State. And Jackson State's getting it done, you know, on the defense or in the in the air uh, defensively. The pass defense is what I'm trying to say. You know, they're getting it done there. You know, where I have concerns about Jackson State overall, you know, listen, Grambling State's third down conversions, it's like, they're like, they're not good at all. But Jackson State, I've got some concerns in terms of third down conversions, getting into a third down uh, situation. Jackson State is converting something like 37% of its third downs, although on fourth down, Jackson State's been pretty good, but you don't even want to put yourself in a fourth down uh, situation. I I think we're going to see a situation where Grambling's defense is going to be better. I think they're going to take a little bit of a page out of what uh, Tennessee State was able to do last week. Again, I'll say it again. Tennessee State against Eastern Washington – Gave up 500, almost 600 yards of total offense in the football game. Gave up just 16 points against Jackson State last week. 
That game was still in doubt. It was a 9-3 game in the fourth quarter with Jackson State having a lead. It's just that that Jackson State defense is so suffocating that Tennessee State couldn't get a whole lot going and, again, rushed for negative uh, eight yards. But I think I think Grambling is going to put up some points. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring uh, football game at all, but I think Grambling's going to put up some points. I think Jackson State... It's going to put up some points. The, I've, I've been 2-0 and on my pick so far this year, picking Jackson State twice against Florida A&M, and then, of course, last week in the game against Tennessee State. My pick for this week is, is this, and let me say this before I get to my pick. I, again, I think, I think Gramlin's going to score some points. Um, it's not going to be a high-scoring game. I'm looking for the game to be somewhere, um, you know, maybe in the 20 to 17 range. Um, I think Grambling gets itself together uh, defensively. Um, Jackson State is still going to be very tough on the defensive side of the football, but I think Jackson's, I think Grambling State is better offensively than Tennessee State was, could only score three points. So I think... You know, I, I, I don't think Jackson State's going to be able to hold Tennessee State to three points. Not only that, this is my prediction. I think Grambling State's going to go into a hostile environment. It's going to be a packed house in Jackson, Mississippi, a hostile environment. Uh, you know, Jackson State is going to be deep. You know, Grambling, I, I, I think, will bring some fans out to the football game. I'm not really sure the distance between you know, Grambling and, uh, and and Jackson State. I don't think it's terribly far, uh, but I think Grambling State is going to go in a hostile environment and upset, upset Jackson State. And I'm predicting that the score is going to be somewhere around 20 to 17, Grambling State on the winning end. Your thoughts, you can hit me up via Twitter at BoxToRow, B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W. If you tweet at us, Use the hashtag HBCU130. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, where this weekend, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast, want to catch up on a couple of podcasts. By the way, missed you guys uh, on yesterday. Glad to be back on today. You can log on to our website at boxtorow.com where you can listen or download the podcasts. Also at iHeartMedia.com or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can watch the podcasts on the Box to Row YouTube page. I hope you enjoy the game that you're going to be at this weekend. Uh, I'm going to be, we're located in Raleigh. I'm going to be uh, in Durham as ANT takes on uh, Duke in Durham. So looking forward to that football game. Want you guys to have an outstanding weekend. And I'll talk with you on Monday.